Hello and welcome into That's So Dolphins Talk. Got myself, John Baker, and we're rolling with the new co-pilot, the brother-in-law, Chase. He's back again this week. We don't know where Trey is. He's supposed to be here. He's MIA, not in Miami. He's missing in action. And it's a really interesting divisional week. We had a terrible wildcard weekend for both of our teams. Dolphins climbed into it then they lost and ravens they were in it the whole time till the very end and they went down so our football seasons are over dead in the water and there was what seemed to be a pretty good game earlier today and then there was a pretty awful game that just got done in the so game. bad it's such bad football but uh there's a lot to happen this week with both of our teams. Chase, how do you feel about six days removed? Well, you know, as we've gone on, I still feel absolutely awful about it. Um, contradictory to how the Dolphins climbed back into a game, probably were in a game they shouldn't have been in. The Ravens were ahead in the game, about to go take the lead, and they lost the game. Um, which, you know, where I can say the Bills may probably beat the Dolphins. I think the Ravens beat the Ravens. Um, but boy, boy, one glorious thing has come out of all this. Greg Roman, the black goatee, the dyed goatee, is finally gone. Um, he might be right along with Trey, RIP to Greg Roman and Trigger Trey. Um, don't know where either of them are right now. Um, but yeah, um, I feel, I feel okay. Um, I think. If we can get Lamar locked up, I think, uh, well, this this evening at dinner, I guaranteed in two years the Ravens will win the Super Bowl. So I stand by that. I'm not continuing to stand on, on that. <laughs> yeah, the news about Greg Roman, you were hoping by 3 p.m. on Monday morning it was coming through, and it didn't happen until, what was it, Wednesday or Thursday? Yeah, I actually had a Niners jersey ordered. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send it back, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was done. They took almost took a little bit too long on Greg. Yeah, it's probably the, for the best, and it kind of seems like that, didn't they say Lamar is helping picking the new OC and all that? Yeah, and I think that'll help with negotiations. The other thing is, is Lamar the whole time has always said, like, yeah, this is the offense we run. I'll run what, what, what we run. Um, but I think he tweeted this week, someone tweeted that, you know, under Bobby Petrino, he ran a pro-style offense. Um, he's been really quiet on social media, but that one he actually said thank you. Um, so I'm hoping that with a new OC, maybe we unlock the pass game. Um, a lot of Ravens fans will say, oh, our wide receiver room this, our wide receiver room that. I don't think we've given him a fair shot because the passing concepts have been so inadequate for him. I mean, every week Dan Orlovsky puts up four clips of four receivers or four pass catchers standing within three yards of each other. Well, who the heck's Lamar going to throw to? Um, the other thing is, is with Lamar's element of running, typically that's going to help him out the same way Mahomes escapes the pocket, draws the defense up. There should be guys that are wide open. 
Um, the way Greg probably couldn't scheme to get that to happen um, just kind of blows my mind, and I think that's why we're going to move forward. Um, I think maybe, though, one thing we can say is Greg kind of ushered in as he was learning the game and was able to make the Ravens able to win games with a, with a really young quarterback um, in the NFL. So I'm not going to say everything he did for the organization was bad. Maybe we had a great year we shouldn't have had in there. Um, heck, he got Lamar uh, MVP, so – I can't say too many things, but I think that just ran its course. So we'll see now um, within the next two years, juggernaut offense, juggernaut defense, Super Bowl champions. Yeah, That's the bad thing about Greg Roman is that his style of offense is it has a shelf life. And we've been telling each other this the entire season, that shelf life is expired. And it absolutely good on Harbaugh to move on and not stick around for like maybe one more chance at it. Cause then you're just wasting time, especially with Lamar and his, and like, I didn't even really think about him being in a pro style offense with Petrino. The only thing I, every time I hear Petrino, I just see him in the neck brace. Young co-eds on motorcycle rides. <laughs> yeah. Don't get on a kid. Don't get on a motorcycle with Bobby Petrino. <laughs> Especially if you're a young female. Yes. Especially if you're a young female. Uh, How's that guy still landing coaching gigs after that? He literally Good came back. Him. He literally came back to Louisville after that. How did that yeah. happen? It wouldn't happen nowadays. No, I think it would happen. I mean, that what wasn't that, that wasn't that far long ago. Like that's like maybe five years ago. Oh, I, dude, I think it's longer than that. Is it? It might yeah. I might just be showing age here because I yeah, just, we're getting old now. I just like live in a time capsule where I think everything happened within three years of each other and it like is not the case anymore. Well, yeah, like that's like when they showed the Eagles graphic of like the Eagles won the or won last NFC championship game was 2017. I'm like, holy cow, I was 24 years old. I thought that was like two years ago. Yeah, it felt like yesterday. They were like <laughs> won the Super Bowl and Jason yeah. Kelsey wearing that ridiculous outfit. I was like, man. <laughs> Yeah, we're up there. It ain't the same as it used to be. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been six years ago. And then tonight you're digging on Chris Winkie's NCAA football 02 or 01. <laughs> I literally did dig on Chris Winkie to see what year he was on the cover of NCAA football because I remember buying that for PS1. And if Chris Winkie was 28 when he was on that cover, he's now like 49. <laughs> yeah, good math by you. Yeah, thank you. That's quick thank math. You. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the wow. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really interested to see the Ravens with like a real a, a real NFL style offense because right, you're right. Like they're not. It's not like Roman was drawing up really good route concepts like in that playbook. Like it's all meant. It's all predicated on the run. And if you're not gonna run, you're gonna run very, very pedestrian routes. Like they're not gonna. Right. It's not predicated on throwing the football. So. And the thing is, you can run a pro-style offense with still having a strong run game, mm -hmm. and that's still being your number one priority. And in addition to that, you can run with the quarterback. It doesn't mean that, hey, you know, we can't do these types of things because we're a pro-style offense. I think if you marry some of Greg's concepts with a better pass game, you know, you, it's kind of the complete offense. So. Um, I'm really excited to see how that goes. Now, of course, I'll probably be really pissed off next year when they're two and five because, you know, the offense <laughs> isn't working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like this year or next year for the Ravens is going to be the opposite of what this year was. Like, 
it took the defense a long time to get it going, but once they got it going, like they were really good. And that defense is scary. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, is all these main pieces are like the rooms aren't changing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for a long time. Yeah. Like you look, you might lose Chuck Clark. The good news is that Geno Stone got a lot of valuable, valuable playing time this year with the injury to Jason or the Williams. So to me, I mean, can he go in and play that box type safety? Absolutely. He's probably more built for that than, you know, a lot of guys are. And then we, then we might lose Marcus Peters. Now the good news is the Ravens draft four cornerbacks a year instead of a receiver. So one of them guys should be able to step up. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that the, the Rams might let Ramsey walk, like that opens up a lot of opportunities for both of our teams. Yeah, exactly. Especially if they um, get rid of Peters. Yeah. Yeah. And I, the only thing is, I think Peters maybe this stage in his career, I'm hopeful that he just says, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> sorry, you just got an up- update." We got an update from Trey. He's in bed, <laughs> and we're doing it without him. And we're doing it without him. <laughs> well, the good news is Trey's not dead, so I rescind that. Um, he's not dead. <laughs> he is not. He's not dead. Not MIA. <laughs> he's been found snuggled in the buck blanket. <laughs> oh gosh good news is the Ravens also got Justin Tucker locked up so you know if that offense does struggle next year we can at least put up 12 to 15 a game um so you know because really I thought the only way the Dolphins were going to win that game is if they won 18 17 look, look at them <laughs> look at them which I'll touch on this but boy there's a way to beat Josh Allen it, and the way it, to beat Josh Allen is to get Josh Allen to beat Josh Allen. <laughs> it's it's exactly like I said last week. If we're gonna get if the if the Dolphins had a chance to win, was that you had to which they didn't do offensively what I thought they were gonna do. I mean they let Skylar Thompson throw the football forty five times. That's not what I thought they were gonna do. But you have it's so easy to rattle. Josh Allen, like he is so easily rattled. All you got to do is just get in his face a couple times and then just do something to him after the play. And Christian Wilkins is the ultimate kryptonite for him. That's like, it does not matter like when the Dolphins play the Bills at some, you can guarantee like there has to be some sort of bet on this. Like you should be able to bet on this at some, (laughs) at what point will Christian Wilkins get to Josh Allen and it didn't take long because once he got to him, like that was it. And then for it, like Christian Wilkins, like they were taking the, the bills were taking the knee to end the game. And Wilkins was still yelling at Allen and Allen just kept saying scoreboard. Like I right. love Christian Wilkins so much. That dude is, is earned a big paycheck coming. Yeah. Season. And, yeah. And he kind of, he kind of is the one person on your defense. It seems like sets a tone or gives a personality um, to them. Just, you know, I think he's maybe kind of your only star power, though, also at this point. Because, I mean, Chubb's there. Chubb's physically capable of doing that. I just think maybe another year in Miami, he'll really start to unlock his talents a little bit. He did. The only problem was that he got that broken hand, and that hurt, hurt too. But I I don't think that this style, the style of defense didn't fit him well. Like, right. I mean, he came up huge when they needed him. Like, he showed up there in the fourth quarter to get the Dolphins the ball back to – I mean, it's literally what you brought him there for is that literal moment, and that paid for itself. 
I think right. this year. It, but the defense, I don't know. There's a lot of holes. I I, I feel like I mean, it's very well known fact that yes, I like to say jo- uh, Josh. I like to say that Xavier Howard is washed, but that dude has also been injured since like week four or five. So if he can stay, he always has an issue at some point in the year where he's not healthy. Everybody does. But this year he was really hurt and you could really tell like he was very noticeably a step or two slow and really hurt. And the fact that like the defense that they were running doesn't account for that. Like in Boyer, Credit to Boyer, he called his best game of the season when they needed it. The right. wor- the worst case is that it it, it came it, like the, the way he calls that defense. If it's third and long, it, they're automatically putting five dudes at the first down line and they're rushing four, and then they're just gonna set the linebackers in the middle of the field and and like they're just gonna. I hate that style. They're just playing at sticks, like. Right, right. You'd rather go after the quarterback, make him make an early decision, and just tackle him. Right, yeah. Right. Like, oh, there he is. <laughs> I figured you were snuggled in the buck blanket. Just munching on pretzels. Yeah, we literally gave your eulogy. Yeah, we gave you your eulogy here. How bad are the New York Football Giants? They're so bad. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you that I. Can't hear you. Right. <laughs> this is riveting on <laughs> you the face that is stuck on Trey right now. <laughs> Trey, (laughs) you get the AirPods, Trey. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) You're the perfect smirk with a pretzel. He's gone. He's gone. (laughs) Well, Trey's gone. He might be back again. Oh, gosh. Uh, so if we're going back to the Dolphins until he comes back in here, they fired they fired Boyer, which was huge. Um, and 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 I hate that style of defense that Boyer put together. It should be nicer when we get to a more traditional style of defense that I know Trey can speak on because he was definitely big on firing Boyer. But, get in the fuck out. Hey, don't cut any of whenever that debacle just was. You save it in the pod. I don't know what it was. I don't know why I couldn't hear anybody, but I'm back. Um, are you talking about Vic Fangio? No, not yet. But we, I was talking about Boyer and how the defense, like the un, 
he while he called his best game of the season, it, it, he still was just unwilling to change his approach and just go strictly cover zero and putting X on an island. Well, here's the thing, John. You can play. There's not like one defense in the NFL that everyone will say, you run this and you're successful. Like you can play a lot of different defenses, but what you need is buy-in from your personnel. And he didn't have that. Like it's come out now. I'm glad it didn't release during the season because it would have been toxic, but it's come out now that he didn't have buy-in on his scheme or his play calls from his, his defense. So every time they're getting a call, they're like this motherfucker. And that's probably X saying, dude, you know, I can't cover these dudes cover zero. Why are you doing it to me? We have no, our cover zero is successful really because Brandon Jones is one of the best blitzing safeties in the league last year. Agreed. And we had two solid corners and X was not himself this year. Like we were not a cover zero team. <clears throat> so, you know, it was, they just defensively, I think it was just a toxic culture in that defensive huddle based on his play calls. Yeah. And and that is one thing that you did bring up as a good point. I didn't mention that that did come out that they didn't have buy-in and that multiple players were telling Cam Wolf that they didn't want, they didn't like the play calling and they didn't want to be a part of the defense because it was exposing everybody. It was making everybody look stupid when it's really yeah. in their fault. But the latest reports are that they're going heavy in on Vic Fangio, which is really good news because that feel like in any Shanahan style coaching regime, you have somebody that really sticks to the offense and then you have somebody that really sticks to the defense. It's a really good defensive play caller. And if we do end up getting Fangio, yeah, dude. I think it's huge not only for the defense, but I think it's really good because you just spent a lot of money to get in draft picks to get Bradley Chubb, and who knows better to use Bradley Chubb than Vic Fangio. Yeah, I really want Fangio. And that, and what that tells me is that they're going to stay because Fangio is a 3-4 guy. So that means they're going to stay in a 3-4, which kind of surprised me because I think we're built, honestly, more for a 4-3. But um, it sounds like Fangio is a 3-4 guy. It sounds like they're going to stay 3-4. Um, which a lot of people like his it our defense looks like a four three because we walk that outside backer up on the line of scrimmage. So it looks like a four three, but yeah. really it it's a three four scheme and that's what Vangio runs too. I was wondering if they were gonna go after a, a true four three guy and give us that wide not wide nine pass rush with um with Phillips and, and Chubb or Ogba or Phillips and Ogba and then have Chubb drop back into a a true, you know, outside linebacker look. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I'm high. I'd be, I'd love Banjo, man. Yeah, I'd really like Banjo a lot, and yeah, I, there's just a lot of good stuff that it sucks that we got a lot of people to sign this year. From what Chase had already said earlier, like the Ravens, their defense is locked pretty much. Like they're bringing back everybody except for maybe Chuck Clark and maybe uh, Marcus Peters, which I would gladly take Marcus Peters in Miami if he would love to come down here. Mm-hmm. And we also mentioned about how um, Jalen Ramsey available, maybe, if they cut him. You're, Trey, you're a big Jalen guy. Don't even act like you don't love him. I like Jalen as a person. 
<laughs> I don't want him playing football for my team. Down to wearing that ski mask in Florida. He's fucking old, dude. Stop giving me old dirt balls. Yeah, do you want to give the uh, Byron Jones uh, promo this week again or no? Byron Jones, dude. <laughs> swear to God. From what it did, he better like- have fucking blood cancer. I swear <laughs> to God, he better have blood cancer. Why are you missing a whole fucking year? They did say in the in the in that like postseason press. I don't want him to have blood cancer. Okay, I don't want that. I'm kidding, but (laughs) dude, it better be something like that for you to miss that. Don't be cancer. If he has cancer, I'm gonna be devastated. Eighteen million dollars is what he his cap hit was this year. He's gone. He's gonna go play on a. You know, it's gonna be hilarious. He's gonna go play on a vet men somewhere. This dude was the highest paid corner in the NFL two years ago. Now he's going to be able to vet men. <laughs> yeah. For a great broad jump. <laughs> I was just so happy I found out we had a second round pick. <laughs> like, we had no idea. So apparently we had- Chase, we had no idea. We thought we literally had to pick in the fifth round. <laughs> John yeah. me literally said, I said, how we do it? He said, dude, we have a second round pick. That's all he said to me. Cool. <laughs> I was so worried. I didn't realize we had actually had a pick. We have a, a second round, two thirds, a fifth, uh, and a six or a seventh. So we got a lot of picks. We we got some draft coverage we can talk about now this year, dude. If we get two contributors out of this draft, I'll be happy. I'd be happy with just one on the defense. Yeah, either a lineman or a linebacker. I'd love that. That's all I want. Linebacker. Any word on Jaseki coming back? Jaseki wants to come back, and he he made it very clear that he wants to stay in Miami. I don't know if Miami wants him back. Okay. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if Daniel want. Huh? I know there's any traction on that. We hear anything from the organization about Jaseki or not? Um, I don't know. Chris Greer kind of like didn't really dance around it, but he just said like Mike's a great player, and we are keeping options on the table, which basically tells me we think you're a really tall, goofy-looking motherfucker that we don't really want you on our offense anymore. <laughs> At least that's what I'm hoping that means. <laughs> Get me a big blocking tight end that can just catch the ball. Give me Hayden Hurst. Does he block? Oh, you don't want Hayden Hurst. He got hit by Kyle freaking... like just built, built like a string bean, hit him, and he fumbled the ball. You don't want him. Oh, yeah. I, want, I just want somebody that can... Catch and block. But, um, but yeah, we we can move on to the games today. There was the Chiefs and the Jaguars game, and looked like it was close. Henny given Sunday, Henny given Saturday. Chad Henny snuck his way into a playoff game, has more touchdown passes uh, than Tua Tungavailoa at this point uh, in the year. Okay, don't fucking do that. <laughs> I saw that. And I, I saw that tweet. And I had to laugh. Actually, before we do move on to those games, Trey, I saw a, uh, a, a graphic. These are the most luckiest teams in the NFL, and this is based. I saw that. You saw that. If, yeah. If, yeah. So the luckiest team in the NFL was the Giants, Commanders, Jets, Jaguars, and Vikings, and the least lucky teams in the NFL were the Bills somehow. 
the Panthers, Browns, Dolphins, and Titans. Middle of the road was yeah. the Ravens. Yeah, why can't I've said it all year? It seems like every time a ball is bouncing one way. You know what? Here's here is how I feel about the Dolphins. If we went to casino and we were playing roulette and they bet black, I would bet red. <laughs> and then if they bet red, I would bet black. Dude, if we were playing 21 and they hit on nine, or if they fucking had 11, I would fucking somehow bet that they would get 22 on the next card somehow. Like two cards were stuck together with fucking saliva from the dealer because that's how unlucky we are. (laughs) Two sticky saliva cards. Dude, if... I'm telling you, I think that the balls we play with are shaped differently than everyone else's balls because we need to get no bounces our way. <laughs> that is so fantastic. Now there's a ball myth. <laughs> along to go along with CTE. Yeah, yeah did you see? No, CTE's not real because guess what? <laughs> Tua literally almost died like four times this year, and doctors came out and said, no long-term side effects. Exactly. CTE is what they use when a player commits murder or they turn into Antonio Brown, and they have to come up with an excuse why the NFL is a piece of shit. That's what happens every fucking year, every time. I heard it here first. Nappy boy little year. Nappy boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's games, dude. Giants frauds. Could have told you that. There's a yeah, clown off the street here that has a giant, giant flag. I wanted to go knock on the door and ask him if he wanted to have a fucking what's that instrument they play when they take the, the fucking bugle? You want to have a bugle yeah. ceremony? Take your giant flag down for the year? Play taps. Yeah, play the fucking taps, buddy. I could shit Dan. I could play it for him. You could. I forgot you were in the band. Yeah. Do you have your trumpet at your house right now? Yeah. It's upstairs. <laughs> fucking <laughs> dude, Johnny Trumpets. Why didn't you play the entrance music every time fucking Tua walks on the field? <laughs> I should I almost I almost should do that for every single game next year. I should just get out on the front porch and just play. Um, can you learn the dolphin theme song in trumpet? Yeah, I think that I think that needs to be an addition to the pod next year. That should be our intro. <laughs> yeah, I could probably do that. Um, but yeah, so that Jags game, dude. Jags Chiefs was 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 fun. <clears throat> yeah, did uh, I saw I saw the um a little bit of that game, but it looked like Mahomes got rolled up on. And then they brought uh, Chad Henney in, respect to the Henchies. Jersey's still relevant. The jersey is still relevant. And, yeah, it looked like it was a good game. I didn't get to see most of it. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, Jags were driving to cut it, the lead to three, cut the deficit to three, and the running back caught a ball, was going in to score, and, like, as 
he caught it. He like caught it away from his body and took two steps. And on the third step was bringing it in. And as he was bringing it in, um, he got tackled and fumbled and they called it a fumble. I was really surprised. Uh, but they, he got tackled literally a three yard line. Wow. So had he scored there, that would have been interesting. <clears throat> that Jags team is going to be pretty awesome next year. Yeah, they're fun to watch, man. You said I think you said that earlier. Yeah, like the Jag the Jags are really fun to watch. The another team like that I really like to watch this year was the Lions for some reason. That Lions team, like all they did was score. They didn't play any defense, but they scored a lot of points. Yeah, it's wild, dude. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, and then we got this total fraud game out of the Giants. They're frauds. And to, it's too bad that they didn't pay Daniel Jones an enormous contract that they picked up his fifth year. Is and then we were talking. Chase and I were talking before you got on here. Is, is Saquon is he a free agent this year, Trey? Who <laughs> is Saquon a free agent this year? Yeah, but he just came out and said he wants to be in New York. Oh, of course he did. Okay. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you want to be in New York? Fucking vanilla dick, dude. Well, like, I literally thought last week the Giants were frauds, and then they got out-frauded by the Vikings. And yeah. then this back what I thought the Giants were. Yeah. Boy, I really enjoy watching Mike Martindale's defense just get ran over. His stupid hoodie with his tight sleeves. Speaking of ramrod, how about that Giants defense getting ramrodded? That was amazing. I enjoyed did we everything. get any Greg Roman talk yet? We did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, started, we started it off with the Greg Roman talk. I, I, I don't actually, even want, I don't want to hear it. I'll listen. I'll listen to the pod. I want to hear it that way. I want to hear it from a fan perspective. Well, I compared you to Greg Roman that you were both missing. <laughs> uh, that you were both dead, but I did mention that I cared that you would be gone, but I did not care about Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then – yeah, it pretty much sounded like we had a really good game at four o'clock, and then the the eight o'clock game actually absolutely was is awful football. And tomorrow's game, yeah. tomorrow's games, we got the. What's up? Do we think Jalen Hurts is a really good quarterback, or do we think he just has so many weapons that it doesn't matter? I think that he's got really good weapons, and he's got an insane offensive line. Okay, I don't know, man. I I. He's good. I put it on the O line. I struggle to worry to say anything about the weapons because Devontae Smith was ass last year. So I don't. I think I can't really call him a weapon yet. Yeah. The um, the addition of AJ Brown definitely helped. AJ Brown is a dog, but I don't know that that offensive line, man. That is some of the best offensive line play you'll probably see. And for Lane Johnson to be out there still playing, like Chase, didn't you say he has like a torn abductor or something? Yeah, like something unreal that he should have had surgery on, and they were like, they were like, I can't believe he's playing tonight, and I don't think he looked any different than he normally does. Yeah, I think I saw one play where they it looked like he was kind of hurt, and then he literally came back the next play, and I'm pretty sure they scored on it because of the block he had. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, he's a, he's definitely a stud. Wish the Dolphins had a stud right tackle like him, but but yeah, there's there was really yeah the. I don't know about Jay. We definitely think that Daniel Jones is a fraud. I can't really say anything about Jalen yet. I think he's good. I think he's good. I think he's an overall good guy, probably. And I think he's probably a really good locker room guy. John, who fucking cares if he's a good dude? 
John does. Yeah. The, the whole content. Yeah, good guy. John, I would take if if could win us a Super Bowl. Oh my gosh. I would not take him though, because of what he's done in the past. Too far, too far. Bad dude. Bad, bad dude. Bad, bad dude. Awful guy. Awful guy. (laughs) Nothing to do with Hitler. But there are some individuals who have had some questionable OJ Simpson. Yeah, I mean I could dude, I could quit. If there was a reason behind your murder, I could probably let murder go if you were going to win a Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, the Ravens did it twice with Ray, so it's hey, fine. It's true. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> first ballot. Yeah, first ballot. Also, RIP Ed Reed's coaching career. Yeah, how about that? How long yeah, did what that? was up with that? I, dude, it was like an administrative thing. If you want to see an awesome clip, he gives like a 15-minute speech to the players after he had been, like, let go and basically tells them he's not resigning and that he's not leaving, basically. <laughs> so, I don't know. Wow. But, uh, but, yeah, yeah, very interesting. And then he even said, like, Dion was right, talking about HBCUs. It was a whole thing. Good, good, good listen. Uh, yeah. I, I might have to watch that. Yeah. Dang, that is insane. Like, it only took, what, two weeks? Has it been two weeks since he got hired? I think it was, like, I think it was like 27 days he's officially there. And wow. then already. <laughs> and he's all Come on, was he the head coach? Yeah. yeah. They hired him as the head coach of Bethune Cookman. Yep. What previous coaching experience did he have? Uh, his NFL he, career. I think he coached a little bit for an NFL team. Like, he was like, it might have been the Jets. Was he consulting? Uh, yeah, he might have been. When Rex was there. He I think might he have been kept... on the Jets staff. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Still, that is interesting, though, that they that he was a head coach and then all of a sudden, like 27 days later, like he's at. Right. But we got the big games tomorrow. We got the Bills and Bengals. That's the three o'clock game. And then we got the six o'clock game is the uh, the Niners and the Cowboys. So what do we think is going to happen in that Bills Bengals game? What do you got for us, Chase? Well. Obviously, we'll be on the opposite ends of the spectrum here. Um, I'm really, really hoping the Bills just absolutely kill the Bengals. I think it'll be close. Um, (coughs) Joe Burrow not having any offensive linemen left is going to be a huge issue for him. And really, unless the Ravens defense is like that much better than the the Bills defense, um, I mean, they didn't do anything last week that would scare anybody. The Bengals, to me, aren't scary. Um, I don't know what that means. But then again, I guess you could say that the Bills didn't blow out the Dolphins when they probably should have. You know, so I don't know if any of these teams are really firing on all cylinders going into this, which makes me worried that we're probably going to have an NFC Super Bowl champion, but neither here nor there. So, um, but yeah, I think I think the Bills will win this one probably by a touchdown. Yeah. It's so, it's so hard to tell. What, what do you got, Trey? Um, I definitely think that the Bills are going to be the team of destiny because they had a guy down the field, of course. Um, but I'm anxious to see, like, what the Bills are going to look like. 
um, what the Bengals are going to look like with no fucking O-line. The Bills yeah. are Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, that Bengals, like, I don't know. Their defense doesn't quite scare me as much as what it did last year. Like, their defense seemed a lot better. But the offense is, like, it feels like it's just holding on by a strand. It's, it feels like all three of their weapons are not as good as what they were last year. Like, all three of their receivers. And it's yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, last year seemed like their whatever kind of concepts they were running and they were lights out on. I mean, obviously, they, everyone in the NFL caught up to kind of what they were doing. But... I don't know the 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 Bills secondary doesn't quite scare me, but their front seven do. The front seven's nasty, but I feel like their secondary can get exposed quickly. So maybe yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Eagles are just winning the fucking Super Bowl. So I'm not saying that even matters, dude. Yeah, the Eagles are really good. But I mean, tomorrow's game. I mean, I want the Bengals to win so bad, but I think the Bills are winning. And then, obviously, you know. Yeah, I think that. I, I yeah, uh, the heart wants the heart wants the Bengals. the The head is telling me Bills, and I think the Bills probably win a tight. I don't know. I think the Bills win a tight one, but I don't know that game that they played a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago where. You know, obviously that whatever the Hamlin thing happened, I th- I thought the the Bengals were gonna run them out of the building for some reason. I just yeah. they were gonna run them out. So I don't know, but we'll see. I think that man, I got, I'm gonna flip flop. I'm t- I'm t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm taking Bengals by three. Talk me into it. I told you, I'm into- team Bengals. I'm team Bengals. <laughs> did, did not talk me into it. <laughs> What's the spread on that? Is it? It's got to be. I don't have it in front of me. It's not very much. It's got to be under seven. I think it was five or four for Bengals. Let me let me get here. Uh, Bills are five and a half point favorites. Over under 40, 48 and a half. No, oh, it's going on over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Too. Hey, did we uh did we track the stuff from last week and fucking figure out how we stacked up? <laughs> oh shoot, we I didn't I didn't tally that up. I'm I'm pretty sure that I I well I mean I took the Dolphins that was my loss, but I took I took the I, t- I think I took the Niners. I think my only misses were the Dolphins and Seahawks. I don't. I don't remember. I think we were all pretty equal across the board, but we just picked. We lost the different ones and picked like our wins and losses were flip flop. We'll have to figure that out. I'll figure that out for next week's pod. I know I missed the Ravens yeah. and the John or the Vikings. I picked yeah. the Vikings. I think I put. I think I took the Vikings too. So maybe uh, I don't. Maybe I got three losses. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm the low low man on the third pole here. Yeah, you'll have to uh, definitely get that tracked and get that figured out. And since we didn't get a chance to pick today's games, I mean, we I definitely I think everyone would have picked the Chiefs and Giants anyway, but we'll just call it null. Yeah. 
Then we got the final game of the week is at 6.30. That is the Cowboys at Niners. The the Niners are four-point favorites. Uh, The over-under is 46.5. I think the Niners Niners are winning big. Yeah, give me Brock Elway all day. I've talked myself into the Cowboys. As much as I don't want that to be who wins this game, I just worry that Brock Purdy is going to finally look like Mr. Irrelevant. We said that last weekend. Wow, I said that last weekend. I've said yeah. that every week. Well, <laughs> <played> the Dolphins. <laughs> I think the Cowboys have a legit crush. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Brock Purdy at some point is going to have to look like a clown, and it's going to be this week. Well, I guess tomorrow. I guess the I guess the worst part about uh, the good part about that for the Niners is that even if Purdy like ends up playing like shit, they can just run the ball and just say they already it. announced him as their fucking starter next year too. I did they they announced him as a starter? Yeah, they said he's QB one next year. Wow, well, that's what I've seen alerts anyway. I, I guess I shouldn't say they came out and announced it, but. I was gonna say I, I thought I saw Shanahan say that there's a chance that Garoppolo could play in an NFC Championship game next week. I don't know why you'd want to go to Garoppolo. Why would yeah, you? There's no way if Brock Purdy takes the NFC chip to go Garoppolo. No, that... their QB situation is one of the most mind-boggling. Like it's got to be the most unique situation I've seen in the NFL ever. Well, who looks into having three dudes who can take you to where you want to go? They just it's so weird, but like you, you switch and go Trey Lance. He gets hurt. You go back to the guy who took the NFC Championship. Cool. He gets hurt, and then your guy you just picked. You were like, who else do we pick? Is Trey Lance even good? Well, we see, that, you never played. Do you trade him for anything worth it back? I he hasn't shown enough tape. He's played three games in forty-six years. Yeah, he I think I think he has to go to the Dolphins on a six round a six round pick from the Dolphins. Good back up to Tua. Let's see what we got. Well, this that um, <laughs> wow. Okay, thanks, TD Fins Talk. He was uh, speaking of TD Fins Talk. Screw him. He is. He was like saying like, "Oh yeah, good." Um, Tua isn't playing next year or something like that. Whenever he had that tweet, whenever like. On Instagram, he clearly said that I'm I'm excited for next season, which all my heart sank whenever I read that. Whenever Bleacher Report got me, and then got up both of us because I sent it to you instantly. Screw oh, I was so devastated. You said that to me, and what that wait? When was that? That was um Friday night. Friday was, night. What time was it? It was at like six thirty. Yeah, I wasn't home yet. I was driving. I remember now. Yes, I was driving home from Pittsburgh. Did you always have and to- I started getting teary eyed, dude. And like all the lights started looking. You know when you're you like if you look at lights without your glasses on, and all the lights look like like little blur balls. Yeah. That's what it was like. <laughs> it wasn't good. That's a great visual, by the way. <laughs> we gotta get the camera. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he's back. But he's back. Oh, and Trey, I want to get your <laughs> feelings specifically on this. Do we like Sirianni? I think, and I don't mean as a coach, as a person. 
And I know you no, don't. Pre- as a person, dude, I would have made fun of him so much in high school. He reminds me of the guy that like somehow knows a lot about sports, but can never actually play a sport. Which is like, all right, right? Like, there's no way he he's athletic at all. <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, childbearing like, hips. He looks like Nate Rosenberry in the face. <laughs> Skinny Nate. He's skinny Nate. And the way he talks. Yeah, like I was watching him tonight and I just didn't know. Like I felt kind of gross watching him with some of his antics. And I was like, I don't know if I really like him or I really hate him. It just didn't feel right. I was just wondering what your thoughts were. He reminds me of every coach from every football clinic ever. That's who he reminds me of. Like, as both being high school coaches, he reminds me of a guy who should be a high school coach. Yeah, he's that guy. Like, Dude, like, it's super pumped on Fridays and also has to go deliver mail on Monday. Like, <laughs> yeah. But this, uh, this Niners game, I think the Niners are rolling big. I got no faith in saying anything good about the Cowboys. I think they're frauds. I think that they played a dog shit team of a Buccaneers team on Monday night. All of uh, Cowboys Nation is so hyped up and ready to roll. I think Purdy is dropping four tutties on them. And I think that McCaffrey is going to drop another two on them. So they're scoring at least 42. They're scoring 42. <laughs> well, 42-24. Niners, book it. You think they're winning big, Chase? No. No, I think the I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I think Brock Purdy's going to throw two picks, Man. get stripped. He's gonna he's gonna lose a fumble when it matters, and the Cowboys are going to win thirty four, thirty one. Wow! Give me the Niners. Give me you know fucking I'll eat the points like we <laughs> eat W's. <laughs> give me the Niners. Give me the Bengals. Give me their spreads. We'll cover them. Give me the overs in both games. Fins up. Triggs at. Talk to you next week. Fins up. <laughs>